I still have a temper, but I'm not. I don't walk around just angry. Yeah, which has been this big lift for my wife. I th- I hope because well, uh, sure. I was not easy to deal. Well, enough with your fucking personal shit. I can tell you. Well, for sure. Jeez. No. Uh, <laughs> he said that a little too quick. Um, What's up there, Chomo? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Your Mom's House. I'm Tommy Buns, and with me as always is my co-host, Christine. All right, and joining us live via, let's call it a satellite, it's uh, Christina P. in Austin, Texas. Hey, Christina. How you doing? <laughs> Hi, Mommy. Yeah. You know what it looks like? Some conflict, guys. Huh? Yeah, I like that. You know what I really like is that you match the blow up doll to the shirt that I'm wearing today. I don't know if that was intentional. That's Thank of course you. that's intentional. Of course that's intentional. Let me put my tongue in your ass. It's pretty good. How you doing? Thanks, babe. Yeah, I'm doing good. You know what? I'm I doing got a good. weather update. I'm doing good. How's the weather in? Hey, how's the weather in <laughs> Texas today? How's the weather going? Well, y'all, I well, just want to tell you. You think that. it's hot? It's gonna get real hot. <laughs> This morning I woke up. It was so hot, Tom. Mm-hmm. And then the clouds came out, y'all. And and now it's raining. So that's different. Real different. So I want to recap. So yeah, the, go ahead. So the day started hot. Yeah. And then it got cloudy. That's right. That's what and I then said. it started raining. That's right. And then pretty soon it'll probably stop raining. Well, Tom, are you a psychic? Do you I, have a I'm a meteorologist, ball? actually, because uh, who else would be able to put that together? Well, I tell you, this rain, I mean, when's it going to stop? And then people have to talk about when the rain's going to stop. That's another huge issue. It's like, a it's big so, one. And it's not even that paralyzing. Like, it's lovely. It's like a tropical rain. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty exciting. It's, it was cool. It was the highlight of my day. And then the highlight of our weekend was that our older son, Ellis, befriended a frog. I cannot believe I mean, this. Listen. There's I always Because there like was always that kid. Idiot. There was always that kid that was like, I'll pick up that fucking lizard. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, there's always that one kid when you're a kid who will just yep. pick up animals. And you're like, whoa. You're like, and that's our kid now. Yeah. Fucking our Eric kid's that picks kid. picks that up with his hand. Yeah. You're FaceTiming He's me. And kid. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, this is my pet. My frog. You like it, Tom? I'm like, yeah, it's great. It's rad. I mean, he just found it I outside. I couldn't believe it. And now we have a pet frog, and now he sprays it. Goes, got to water the frog, got to give warm water. That's what they like. What about food? Doesn't it have to eat? Well, so now here's, so we caught flies. We've been catching flies in the house. How Thankfully, do you catch a lot them? of them. Well, Nanny, our Nanny Claudia, you know, she grew up in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. And she did it as a kid all the time because they used to catch frogs too. So she just goes like this. She catches them with her hand. She goes, I caught the frog. And then, I mean, I caught the fly. And then we put the fly in the box and that's it. And then froggy eats the fly. It's the best thing ever. Oh, if you, oh my God. Can I tell you how this is what happens when I'm gone? It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. 45 years old. And it's the first time I've held a frog. Amazing. Like in the wild. Have you ever held a frog before? I have held a frog. Yeah. I got, I didn't tell you this, but the other night I got up <laughs> and they were doing construction in my office. Right. So there's all the all stuff everywhere. And I walk out to that 
area and I was about to go back in the bedroom and I saw a little, a little frog, a baby frog hopping. Mm -hmm. So at first you're like, oh, I was like, oh, I got to get this frog. And then I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I don't care. And I just walked away. I was like, just let that frog live here. And here's a neat addendum to your story. Okay. I, in my bathroom here in the studio, mm-hmm. I went the other day and I saw a tiny dead frog oh. on my floor. That's so the frog. That's the frog. It came full circle. So I let it live and yet it died. And then it died. And I'm going to guess that Bitsy killed it there. <laughs> oh, Bitsy went wild when she saw the frog. She started frothing at the mouth mm-hmm. and stuff. And then Ellis ripped the frog out of her mouth. It was awesome. Yeah. And we have snakes too. We saw a snake in the backyard. It is just wild out here, y'all. Let me it just tell you this wild. right now. When I come home, I don't want to have a pet yeah. snake. Okay. <laughs> Let's just make that well, a rule. Ellis is talking about getting two frogs now. He goes, you know, it'd be great, mom, another frog. Yeah, oh, he wants two. Well, then it'll be three and then I four. Know. Yeah, it's just going to keep going. Wild kingdom. You got to tell him like next it. time Next time he wants to hold a frog. We're going to use your booty. We're going to use our booties to grab <laughs> one. What is going on with you and Unc Shine today? <laughs> uh, we got to play the opening clip. You ready for the clip, Gene? You, you know what it is? What? I think it's that we haven't, you haven't sniffed my booty in a while. Pretty true. And can I tell you, since my accident, I haven't really had horny vibes yet. Yeah, I didn't have horny vibes for a while. And then I come to the office and I'm like, Y'all know what's a banana split? (laughs) You know, I think it's being around all these dudes. All these dudes get me all worked up. Getting so horny, huh? Well, here's a horny clip to get the show started. Here, here (laughs) you go. I kind of like the way this looks. What do you guys think? Biggest question is, any girls out there want to sit on my face? <laughs> this is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Yo, mama in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. out there want to sit on my face nice that's what i'm talking about it's pretty cool pretty cool yeah (laughs) there's a great um thing like a meme on the internet it's of a guy in like a 70s it's in the 70s he got a tight shirt on it says i may not go down in history but i went down on your sister yeah i've seen that that's a good one yeah yeah that's like the beginning of the cool guy club. That was yeah. the genesis. Yeah, like that was must, the mustache the, rides. That guy was the Chon- Thomas Jefferson of the cool guy club. <laughs> One of the founding members for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's that's pretty right. cool. I mean, you know, this guy's doing the old just put it out there. Put it out there. Just see what happens. And and can I tell you though, and in all in all sincerity, is that if he if that were Ryan Gosling, yeah. He'd be like, you all right. I'm taking that offer. 
yeah. you bet I'm taking it. If that were Brad Pitt, yeah. It's just, it's never the Brad Pitts or the Ryan Goslings that are making the offers that yeah, way. Yeah, because the guys that say this are not those guys. See, the, the two don't ever meet. <laughs> it never meets up. Because Gosling and Pitts and the men who have that... <laughs> Genet like of those genetics, they don't go like. Are there are there any women that want to sit? Like they don't have to ask. <laughs> right, girls like are constantly like, "Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse Can me. I sit on your face?" Yeah, yeah. It's right, the, it's like the Venn diagram circles yes. never, no, nah. never overlap. Yeah, there's no overlap. It's like two separate pools. Guys who ask, "Do you need to sit on your face?" Guys who look like Brad Pitt and Ryan Gosling, and it's like, yeah, they just never cross over. <laughs> What do you think? Because like it, okay, the Leonardo DiCaprio's, the Brad Pitt's, the Ryan Gosling's, like it rains pussy all day on those dudes. Mm -hmm. What I mean, what would it even be like if they had to solicit? Like, what do you? Well, their mean? game probably gets real weak. Yeah, for sure. O over time, like there was a time when you know the Zac Efron Pitts and stuff where they were not famous, just dude, but they were really yeah. good looking guys. So they probably had, you know. They had to put work some charm, but they, they probably a lot came to them pretty easily. And yeah. then they got famous. So if you're really good looking and famous and you get wealthy, I mean, yeah, you, there is no try anymore. So I bet you if you mm. if you were like, oh, you have to now you got to try. I don't think they would actually remember how to try. Oh, my God. Don't you think? No, right. Yeah, oh, there's, like, there's no way there's, they forget like the effort you would put into it or like, you know, when you're a guy, you're trying to get laid, you're like, you have like this uh, almost like level of focus, right? Where you're like, I'm, you have to like be in the moment. You're trying your best and your, your personality, your joke, whatever. You're like, you're really attentive to trying this to impress the girl. And like, and then, you know, it either works or it doesn't. But those guys, they're like, yeah, that, I don't even know what that function feels like. Like, they just yeah, sit back. It's like a lion. It's like a lion that hasn't had to catch its own food. Absolutely. It's may, Do they turn into sad zoo lions or zoo animals? You know, when you take away that hunter instinct from animals, how they just kind of lay around yes. and get sad? They are, well, I, I don't know if they're sad because their dicks are always getting sucked on, but I feel like yeah. they're like lions that are laying around with empty balls. Like, oh, there's no <laughs> jizz left in my balls because it keeps getting drained. Well, yeah. then... Aren't you lucky that you have a, a consistent monogamous relationship where your balls get super full and then I drain them and then they get full and you get angry and agitated and motivated and then they get empty. I keep you on this treadmill of excitement. <laughs> roller coaster. Yeah. It's very When exciting. will I get laid? Yeah. When I randomize when it happens lately because mm -hmm. of my injury. I used to be every 72 hours. Now I've got you on like. What will happen next? Well, yeah. Yeah. And then the cool thing is that I have another surgery coming up. So then that'll put another, <laughs> you know, wrench in the whole thing and yeah. we'll see what'll happen long, next. How long do you think that will make your dick not hard for? Definitely a week, at least. Mm. At least. It's mm. not as major, but it could be, you know. I was told yeah, that I'm gonna, I was told that you're going to be resting. You're going to want some rest. So, mm. I mean, they're cutting my arm open. So... I mean, it's a good thing I have a second hand so I can still J it, but I mean, you know. Thank God. And thank God for that. Do you say that to your surgeon? You're like, well, he well, brought it up. I got he brought it up. He was like, you can still jerk off, you know. I was like, okay, cool. He's like, it's really important that you understand that. I go, no, I understand. 
Do you, do you think there are people that come out of like ankle surgery, like I had, or your type of surgery and their first inclination is to masturbate in yeah, the hospital when they're course. in recovery and they're like, Whoa, you can't, for you sure. can't do that. For here. sure. That's <laughs> happened. For sure. Someone's been jerking off in recovery and they're like, what are you doing? They're like, well, I'm just trying to relax. <laughs> Just had surgery, man. And like all defiant about it. What the fuck's your problem? Yeah, they're like the the anesthesia is barely worn off. I know, man. I'm trying to go back to sleep. Can I get some more anesthesia? Like all the nurses are walking by and visitors and stuff. And they're like, I got to. I got to. I got to. This is what I need right now. (laughs) I'm sure every nursing staff has a story about somebody masturbating that they had to tell to stop <laughs> masturbating everybody right and and yeah probably uh what's it called <laughs> flashing and and oh man yeah for sure i mean they also don't forget nurses and medical staff don't just deal with certain segments of the public they deal with all of the public so they deal with mentally oh ill people gosh. and schizophrenics and you know i mean deviants and everything some people's Can biggest kink is to be in the medical world you know, like that's the thing that arouses a lot of people, I'm sure. That's a kink, you know. I was, can I, I tell you, I was thinking that I was worried about that today, actually. I was like, what if my PT guy is a secret foot fetishist? Mm-hmm. And this whole time, he's just like got this raging boner because he's like, you know, working out the soft tissue. And then he's like, yeah, look at her pedicure today. And I was like, oh, no, like what if? But wait, why is that bad? <laughs> because he's my PT guy and I yeah, trust him Yeah, but he's still doing not. the PT. So what if he just goes in the car and he jerks off in our driveway? So what? That's what I th- That's what I thought and about. We just, like, and if, if I were like, to catch him, I'd be like, what are you doing? He'd be like, I just finished PT and I'm so worked up. I'd be like, that's all right. Just don't do it in the house, man. For sure there's PTs out there that are doing that. For sure. It's like They're so into like feet or, or broken whatever. feet or something just whatever know. body part yeah like, you oh know God. yeah but the feet one for sure you're like oh fuck God, i know so and like right i ah. yeah and then like you and, accidentally and, like, catch it open. you're like <gasps> you're like what <sighs> you don't know how to say it and you're like um i just noticed something and he's like what and then he puts it he places your foot against his crotch and he's like this is a special healing technique i learned in thailand and he's, like, <laughs> oh. he's like oh god it wouldn't be that bad okay what if it worked what if it actually healed you then would you be complaining then i would i would let he's like i have this healing property to my semen it'll heal your wound faster and i'm like yeah sure anything yeah i've got these this big open gash on my my ankle mm-hmm. i'd love for it to close up there you go would you let your PT do that? If it was a man, he's like, if I ejaculate on the wound, it'll get healed up faster. Well, if he said it, I would know that he's lying. Well, how do you know? Because Maybe I know. he does have a magic no, semen. No. See, I know that that's something that guys say. <laughs> I've said it a few times myself. Okay? <laughs> but if there was some way to scientifically prove that it worked, yes, he could come all over me. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. If he was gonna heal me okay. with his jizz, I would yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, I'd let him. I'd be like, whatever. Just don't come back though. Like I wouldn't be able to see him again. Oh, you'd like, be like, this that, is our this last is... session. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. It it's not gonna work. So if you're thinking of considering it, 
That's not gonna work. It's definitely not. I was work. Tom. Yeah. I was hoping. I was hopeful. Yeah. That was an accident. Just relax. <laughs> that was so meaty. What did you guys have for lunch? I actually had a salad. I think the boys will verify it. What I want to basically what I'm getting at is what did Nadavi is really. I think the he ate relatively question. healthy today. Yeah, I had a uh, I had a also a salad, and I will yeah. not be taking it home in a garbage bag this time. There you go. <laughs> Everybody was a good boy today for lunch. Oh, that's healthy. disappointing. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. I like watching people go off the rails. My favorite is when you guys order like the Italian subs and then you all get sick after. I like that. Oh yeah, there was that. That's the place that Steve Simone recommended. And he, he yes. he's like, get the short rib sandwich. And we all got, and we're like, <laughs> I never felt more sick here in my life. It was decadent. It was great, but it was so heavy. Oh my God. I think I shit for three days. <laughs> You're going to shit for three days, man. Yeah, for three days, my baby. Oh, yeah. You know, I got the high cholesterol. I can't have that. The stuff high now. cholesterol? I have the high cholesterol, my doctor says. Yeah. So I can't have any kind of short brisket. And I'm I'm bummed. I gotta I gotta watch my processed meat intake. Gotta be careful. Yeah. He goes, I go, I like to have barbecue. He goes, Well, don't have the sausage. You can have the brisket. I'm like, fuck a brisket. Brisket's delicious. Well, yeah, but I want the ribs, man. I want the 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 pork ribs. Okay. But just don't have the sausage, he says. Don't have the sausage, he says. All right. Don't have the sausage. Hey, by the way, I'd like to defend Eni. I know he's not there. 
But I know everybody's um, uh, uh, criticizing the way he takes a dump. I have to say I'm pro Annie's dump pattern mm-hmm. where he stands on top of the toilet. That's just how like the whole Eastern world takes a shit, guys. Okay. Well, you're on your own I on that one. I think it's healthier for you to squat like that. It's better for you. Here. Hey, everybody. This is Brett. And, you know, even though I'm on the road and I don't have my squatting platform, I'm still squatting because it's so important. And it's just like chewing food before you swallow for me now. I just do it because it's the natural way to do it. And so today I'm going to show you how to squat directly on the toilet because I don't have a squatting platform. So basically what you do is put one foot up there like that. This is how Annie does it. I put my hand on something like that. Usually I'll have two hands free, but today I don't. Today I'm going to put my right hand on there like that. Mm-hmm. And then put my foot on there like that. It's harder to do with one hand. But now that I'm on there, I am hands-free, perched on the toilet like that. So it's not that difficult for me. For some of you, it might be somewhat difficult because you're overweight or whatever. But when you get into this position, you just naturally want to poo because yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> here um, must there's a muscle in there that's released that's always contracted when you're not in this position, and until you get fully. Are you willing to try this? I am, but not on a Western toilet. I don't know if you've been, when you were um Are we going to remove a toilet from our house? Yeah. When you were in Asia, did you ever go to the bathroom on one of those Eastern style toilets where like they have the foot things on the bottom? No. Dude, it's so easy. I think it's so much better for mm-hmm. you. No, I stayed. I think this is dangerous how he's doing it. Perching on top of the toilet it's is somewhat dangerous. dangerous for sure. Like, I hope he falls and cracks his fucking head open on the, the Whoa, side there. Hey. Well, because this is stupid. He needs to get an Eastern style uh, toilet. Well, let's not like hope that Asian he gets toilet. hurt. I mean, what's your problem, lady? I don't like that he's fat shaming. He's like, well, it's probably because you're fat that you can't get up here like me. That's true. He's, he answers a few questions I hear here. Hold on. For those of you that were wondering, yes, you take off. All your pants and your underwear completely. Who, who thought you didn't? No shit. And yes, I do do this in convenience stores, grocery stores, restaurants, anywhere else. I always squat directly on the toilet. An asshole. So thanks again for joining me. Bye. Okay. All right. But see, now he's putting his dirty footprints all over the toilet where other people sit, and that's not that's cool. true. That is very true. I I still I still can't believe that Annie does this though. As many times as I've heard it, like I'll see him, I'm like hey man, and then it'll hit me, and I'm just can't believe it. Well, I guess I Did can't he... believe more that this is more believable than the fact that he holds it for so long. You know? Did that he learn this from like a Cambodian? <laughs> grandfather or someone taught him this i asked and he said self-taught self-taught and what is the trauma again for why he holds it what happened when i know he said it i think his mom told him to hurry up one time and then that imprinted i kind of forget the exact story but it's it's something like that Mm. how much money would you need if to get 
where just for the rest of your life, yeah, half the shit like that in oh, private man. and in public. Come on. Mm. But can I get an Eastern style toilet? It's much easier. No, nope, it has to be normal American toilet. Oh, that's the hard part. I mean, I couldn't shit now because my meat could, stick. I could couldn't you, get Could you do there. me a favor? Could you take it back that you want him to crack his head open? Why? This poor man who's just showing us how he poos. What? I don't like his attitude. He's very condescending about it. Like, well, if you can't do this. Okay. Because you're, you're a great big fatso, and, we, and we, I do this everywhere. We each choose who we want to be, and you want this man to get hurt. <laughs> Well, I don't want him doing it at convenience stores and in public because people sit on those toilets and then he's putting his dirty ass shoes on there. It's very inconsiderate of others, I find. Okay. Okay. Would you shit like that if I gave you the right toilet? Babe, I'll try this. I'll try this on our toilet. Do you know that I'll my Indian my Indian stepfather, when he came to America, he did this. was shitting like this until his roommate in Van Nuys in the Valley caught him and was like, what are you doing? Yeah. So someone had to teach him not to shit like that. I bet it becomes kind of addictive though, because I of bet the it way, feels great. Yeah. Because it just, you know, like you're not, you're, you're designed. We, we used to shit into the ground like that, just full squat. <laughs> so I bet you, when you do it, you're like, Oh, that was way easier. You know? Yeah. Way easier. Yeah. Well, they say giving birth like this is supposed to be better as well. It makes Try sense. That. Why, Why don't would you, you do that? Why don't you do that next? I couldn't hold myself up. Oh, my God. Try it next year. Do you, but do you think when you're having a bout of diarrhea and you're squatting, that would be, it'd probably be easier cleanup for you, probably feel a lot better? Maybe. Maybe. Would you try it? Oh, man. I don't know. I have diarrhea so much. <laughs> I guess I would try it. I bet it just comes out all at once there's no waves of it yeah effortless just like opening a sink just kind of fills right up just talking about it makes me want to have diarrhea all right (laughs) i want to have diarrhea Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can help you with that you want some diarrhea no thanks i'm good okay you're cute thanks I can't so wait to go swimming and walk on this fucking foot. I'm starting to get restless now. I'm on week five of my recovery. Week six, I get to go to the doctor and get x-rayed. Gene, did we you know, play I... the clip of Charles getting recognized? No, let's do that. That's I have fun. That. So, yeah, for people that don't know, I'm trying to find... Um, that was a good moment. That was amazing, right? This was sent... That, that's a, oh, such a good moment. Such a good YMH family moment. Yeah, so everybody, you remember Charles. What's going on? It's Charles. Um, he Just yeah. wanted to do a video instead of a text or a phone call. Um, no. So, you know, he put out the famous video to on Match where he sent a girl um, a video instead of a, a, a call, instead, instead of a, a text. Call or text. And he showed her his office and all this, and then he was like, I'll meet you at Lily's. Oh, say around 8 o'clock, 8.15. And we played that clip, and eventually Charles came on the podcast, and he's been a great sport, especially on Instagram. Like, he really leaned into it, you know, like took ownership of it, and fans love him, (laughs) and they're always commenting. He does real estate in New York, and he'll, you know, do a tour, like, for his business, and it'll be full of YMH fans, but they're all, like, very supportive of him. And then we were sent this video 
Gene of him out to lunch, I think with his mother and maybe a sibling or something. And he gets recognized by the server and like mm -hmm. is thrilled to meet him. And, and it's, it's pretty cute. Yeah, I was like, you're like, no I don't way. recognize this guy. And I'm like, I'm, is, not, I'm not famous. Yes, he's like, are. it's from a podcast. Mom. <laughs> That's his mom. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Let's, oh, I love this thing. Oh Let's see. If his mom knew what podcast it was, she'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Everybody else thinks he's actually famous. Yeah, this is dope. This is funny. What was the best part of uh, Charles's date story? Oh, I want to say, uh, <laughs> just, just, I'm taking care of you for sure, dude. Don't be sure. <laughs> How cool is that? Yay, that was I pretty love sweet. that. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Charles. I just, I love that in our world, it's so specific. Yeah. That somebody who was featured on our show is now like YMH famous pretty, and like made great. some other dudes shift, you know, just it's pretty great. Charles. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. He's the best. dude. Charles, we love you. Best. So glad oh. that, that happened. And that guy did it. He's like, ah. <laughs> 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 oh, I want to say, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I get Aww. I get I get tagged and people standing in front of Lily's, you know. And yeah, even our agent did that. Our agent went down there and he was like, "Guess where I'm at today?" That's <laughs> pretty funny. I wonder if I wonder if Lily's business has increased oh, due boy. to our whole enterprise. Here. But it's always just at eight or eight fifteen. They're like, we cannot seat everybody <laughs> at eight or eight fifteen. Oh, say around eight o'clock, eight fifteen. Oh my god. If I were on a dating app, I would put that. I'd be like, see you at Lily's at 8 or 8.15. Yeah. And if someone was like, yeah, I'm down. Yep. Yep. It'd be great. That would be a good first date if you both liked YMH. I've, we've been tagged in things where people, they want, they want YMH dating apps. You know, they want to date people yeah. to listen to this show. It's pretty. It's I think pretty, that would be a great idea. It would be. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Find your genes there. What you going to do with the rest of your day, Gene, over in ATX? Keep Gosh, watching the weather well, or just see how it changes? I got to do, do weather reports. See if it stops raining. Has it stopped raining yet or is uh, it still raining? <laughs> What's going on? We What's all lunch. the burping? We had lunch. Drinking a carbonated drink. It happens. This is life. You yeah, know? but you, you wake up and you belch. You'll just wake up out of dead slumber and go... <laughs> I'm like, well, you didn't even drink anything. Nothing's happened in your day, and you're already ripping. It happens. happens in life. You know, this is just how life goes. Does not just happen, happen in life. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go have dinner with the kiddos, and then I'm going to try to get them to go to sleep and threaten our youngest to make sure he stays in his crib, you know, all night. Sure. Because that fool ruined like a week of our sleep coming out of bed. And then I'm going to try to find a show. You ever get so annoyed with like trying like to find the show? Yeah. Yeah. 
stuff is so stupid that I literally will be like, I'm just going to fucking sit here and stare at the window and mm-hmm. I'll just sit there and be like, my thoughts are better than like what the fuck I'm seeing right now. I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. No, it, it's overwhelming. And, but then all of a sudden you realize there's like legit six shows that, that are like supposed to be amazing that are out that you haven't seen. And you're like, I don't know if I want to start. I get like start show anxiety. I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I know that half the country says this is the best show, but I don't know. And I won't start it. <laughs> I won't start. Until 10 years from yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. In a few years, I'll over. be like, have you seen The Sopranos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel the same way. I started to do the 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 mayor of East Town or the mayor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With what's her name? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking and, about. And it, it is so depressing. Everything's gray. And depressing. And Super I'm like, depressing. I can't, I can't do either. I can't do this. I got a broken ankle. Don't depress me. Now, I will say American Ninja Warrior is really, oh. really, really on fire uh, because uh, uh, the first female past what was her name? Flex is doing really, really well. And I'm really surprised because a lot of times the women don't make it very far in the courses. They have to have mo- they have to have upper bodies that look like dudes to make it through the whole course is what I've noticed. I can't believe that we're together. <laughs> It literally depresses me when I'm like walking around. I walk around the corner. I see you being like, I think he's going to make it all the way through this course. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the kids believe. love it now, too. Of course. It's they're, for little kids. Yeah. They're rooting for flex like I am. And we're just all into it, man. We're all in. Okay. What a great show. Did I tell you I had one of them reach out to me to train Bert? No. One of the American Ninja Warriors uh, trainer has reached out to me and she's like, I love the show. I would love to train Bert. I'm like, well, he's in Serbia right now, but yeah. maybe when he gets back, you can, can definitely have him do it. You can give it a shot. You can try. Bert, Bert Kersher. Yeah. <laughs> Bert Kreisinger. <laughs> Bert Krishna. <laughs> Bruce Kreiser. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce. Uh what a dummy. I love it. Jeez. They wrote an article um, about a cast member joining his movie. And it said like so-and-so actress joins Bart Crystal's uh, movie in Serbia. Yeah. Shut Like up. a printed article, you know. Is that, that's like, definitely you, a YMA shout out. I, right? I don't know. They were just like. It has to be. Like uh, so, well, this actress is joining Bart Crystal's movie, The Machine. <laughs> So ridiculous that they wouldn't get it right for the article. What are you not even looking? I know. Yeah. Oh gosh, jeans! I'm so excited for our Austin studio to be ready. We were designing stuff. And, I know. And thinking of ideas to make it special. It'd be cool. It'd be cool to spend some time in 2022 in there. <laughs> we just had to extend this lease. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, we got on that one, I don't know, a year ago. I was like, oh, it'll be ready. And they're like, well, well, you know, it rained today. That That is how they are. Can't do construction, it's raining. Once these permits go through, you go, you know, I mean, you know how when when you pull off a chicken wing, you ain't got no milk? And you're like, what? Like, well, that's just how it goes. Yep. It rained earlier and go, we'll see if it rains tomorrow. Yeah, trying to get that construction going for you. Okay.
Thanks, man. What are you doing tonight? Are you doing spots in the city? Tomorrow. Are you excited to be away from us? No, I'm ready to By go By the home. way, I'm building you um, a dad den, essentially, with a really heavy door so you can lock us all out. You don't have to hear us or deal with us. See, look at you smiling. That's the happiest I've seen you this whole time. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Yeah. That door is exciting as fuck. It's so thick. Yeah. It's like a panic room door. I'm like, Jesus. When I saw that, my my D got real hard when I saw it. Yeah. Just to block us all out. Mm -hmm. I got real excited. What are you going to do there in your secret dad den? Everything I'm doing now, just without fucking noise and somebody opening stupid pocket doors every two seconds. (laughs) Like I'm on the phone, I'm in a meeting and then he's like, Hey Tom. I'm like, God damn it. What, dude? I'm in a meeting. He's like, oh, I want to ask you something about Pac-Man. I know. I've had to answer so many questions about Pac-Man. Does Pac-Man, what are the pellets made out of? What is a power why, berry? Why? What is a power berry? What's in a power berry? And can we get one? Like, yeah, yeah, man. Let me finish this call, okay? Okay. And then he leaves the doors open. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. And then you have to get up. And yeah. close the fucking door. Yeah, those always, stupid doors. Dude. Those are the shittiest doors. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. What else you got, Gene? Nothing. What else? What do I have? What? I don't know. What? Oh, he had an update. You want to see the King's update? Of course. Um, Let me see here. What do I have him? Okay, here we go. Ready? Here's the King's update. If you want to know? Oh, good morning, my kings and queens above eighteen. Put your feet on the ground and take off running. Let's go. Whoa. Time to wake up. Let's go get some stuff done today. I'm still looking for that special lady to be my queen. Come on, if you're in the Canton, Akron, Masson, or Cleveland area, let me know. Kings and queens above eighteen at gmail.com. I would love to go out and do stuff and have fun and maybe take a ride on the bike. Come on. Mm. Summer has just started. Let's go do things. You guys have a beautiful day. I am heading to, uh, I think, Detroit today. Take a load up there and uh, bring a load back. You guys have a beautiful day. I love you guys. My kings and queens above 18, let's get going. Did you hear that? He dropped like a Charles. My he, David. Ah. Yeah, ah, here's, here's um here's the Kings. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. He did Well, one. this one's interesting because now he's making a direct plea for companionship. Yeah. We haven't oh. seen this before. Yeah. No, I, yeah, you're right. And like I'm I'm still looking. I want this. And now he gave cities. Are you in one of these cities? Yeah. Gave gave him a, a way to contact him. Here's my email. Yes. So, yeah. So this is a new approach. He's no longer doing the, uh, you know, show me I'd like to laugh. Show me your boobs. Like he's he's looking for love now. I, I think. like to laugh. I like to have a good time. Let's see those boobs hang. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still hovering over them in the video, yeah. which is an odd choice. Yeah. Let's make like, some what? videos. I want to see them. I want to laugh. Yeah. I want to laugh. Is he still, why is he still hovering? You know? Why hovering? I'll tell you why. Yeah. Different. That's why. Okay. <laughs> He's just being different. Uh, also, he said, I want to go on a bike ride. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Yeah, he needs to. 
All right. Man, she's really on it today, huh? I think it would be a good idea to go for a long bike ride. Okay. Well, he sits down a lot. He needs to go on a run. Yeah, it's probably good. Yeah, if you're a truck driver, you probably sit a lot. Probably good to yeah. be active. He needs to get that. Yeah. Sounds like you're sure. doing your own version of get your feet on the ground, start take, doing stuff today. Yeah? Is that what you're saying? Me? You're saying that. You're saying get your feet on the ground. Yes, get some stuff done. that's right. Let's get, get out some there. stuff done, dude. Let's get, get out your, there. Get your life. Yeah. Because now I'm on a whole fitness kick too with my rehab. I'm like you where I want to I wanna get healthy. Mm-hmm. Like really, really I'm real motivated now. Now that I'm doing my PT and I'm going to go like, get my fitness level up. It's the best, you. right? I feel so motivated. Yeah. I worked out before I came in here today. Good for you. First Good thing in the morning. For Good for you. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Good for you. As my mother used to say. Thumbs up. Good for you. Thumbs up. Like, where the fuck did you hear that one from? Yeah. Where do foreigners pick up these sayings? They're not even really sayings. Does your mom do that? Uh, she has some saying. She have, what does she always say? That's the way the cookie rolls. And I'm like, that's not the expression. <laughs> I go, it's the way the cookie crumbles. And she's like, no, the cookie rolls. I'm like, nobody says that. So she says some <laughs> weird shit like that. Mm, that's the way the cookie rolls. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, Jean. My mother can never get that right. All right. Is this it? Yeah. Um, I love you. Love you too. Um, do you have anything you want me to tell Mr. Burr when he gets here? Hmm. Doesn't he, does he have a second kid coming? No, they had them. Oh, the second child a while ago. They did. Yeah, they have two well, children tell now. Him, mazel. Congrats. Okay. And that's it. Tell him I love him. Tell him I said what's up. Okay, I will. I will. All right. I love you guys. All right. We love you too. Bye, Gene. Mwah. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming 
I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. We're back. Uh, Christina, you having fun? Good. Welcoming back for the first time in a long time, one of the best comedians working today. You know him from the Morning Money Morning Podcast and the Bill Burt Podcast. It's Bill Burr. Hey, Bill. Hey. How's it going? What's up, Christina? <laughs> She's doing fine. Yeah, she seems a little shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the glasses, though. It adds a uh, whole other, like, you know, intellect. It, do, it does. It makes her smarter than she is. I like yeah. it, too. It's my idealized version of Christina. Yep. You know, yeah. there's thoughts going in there, but there's no words coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. And she's ready for you. Yeah. Not to deal with any of her shit. Yep. Love her. I love you. It's progressive. Thank you. It is. Isn't it crazy that that, that really is like... You made women great again. <laughs> <laughs> Harkens the... back to an America that I miss. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she a... actually looks like... You know, when they used to do those shows where it was the nerdy chick, they just put a hot actress yeah. in glasses. Yeah. And you can see she's like, a, I mean, that, obviously this is like a, the porn star version of it. Maybe you could do that. You could do like the porn star version of that. Hey, why I don't we like, get um, just a big-titted blonde porn star to, to sit in on the next episode, you know? Sure. I'll get right on it. Okay. Thanks, There man. you go. There you go. It's a great put, idea put from Put that on the, on the casting sheet. <laughs> big-titted porn star to sit in. <laughs> with a shocked look on her face, wearing glasses. And the whole time she has to have her mouth open. Yes. Otherwise, it's good. It Tell come. her it's good exposure. <laughs> this is what happens. You become the devil when you start booking stuff. Start paying people an exposure. Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh, yeah. The exposure thing. Yeah, it's great exposure. Yeah. That was a, a thing that would happen for people that don't know. When you're when you're a stand-up and you like start working, you get booked on these, like, this will be a web thing. We own the, we'll own the set, but a lot of people will see it and you'll get great exposure. Oh, yeah. And you're you'll like, start, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You'll start know. selling out venues and then you go to those venues and then those promoters will fuck you over there. Yeah. We'll pass over the fuck over to there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what the whole thing, uh, yeah, I got paid an exposure for, uh, yeah, that was like the first 15 years of my career. Yeah. And then there was the thing, I don't know, did you ever do a half hour, a presents or anything like that or no? Yeah. You did? I don't know how, if yours was super effective. I remember that when I booked, when I got it, they were like, your road business is going to change. And I was like, really? And they were like, oh, yeah. Which is why we're underpaying you. Yeah, which is why we're underpaying you. Because you're not going to have any room for the money that we were, we were going to give it to you. <laughs> no, I, I did mine. I, I worked totally clean because uh -huh. they had that archaic beep uh -huh. is what they were using. And then I did as little amount of time as, as, a, oh. as they allotted. But because I knew I didn't I didn't have the final edit. Right. So I'm not going to give this. I saw guys do like 40, 50 minutes. And it's like, dude, you don't even know if this person knows you or understands your act. So now they can just turn it into a mess. So like they needed like what, 22 minutes? Yep. You, like you had to do at least 26. I did 26. So all, so all they did was they just took a bit out. So that worked. Um, and then I worked like totally clean cause it's like, well, if you're going to beep it, then I'm, I'll figure out how to just, just do it clean, which was sort of a fun exercise. It's not who I am, but it, it didn't, uh, it didn't do anything. I, 
HBO was, and and get HBO and getting on Opie and Anthony at the same time when I was covering for Jim was the first thing that got me like East Coast markets and San Francisco and a little bit in Chicago. And that that is when you started to notice the change, like the that the tickets were selling. I in in it was like in those markets. Yeah, there was a it was a few, but it was like mostly like. San Francisco was HBO. The whole East Coast, the whole tri-state. HBO because that was a special. Or no? yeah, yeah, but I mean, but Opie and Anthony, I don't think they they were that big in San Francisco. But all of like Opie and Anthony got me like tri-state area up to Boston, out to like Cleveland, and down to like DC. Yeah. But the second I got into Virginia, it just there was Dipped. nothing, yeah. Yeah. nothing. V- Virginia all the way down to Miami, all the way across. Tex-Mex, Arizona, that was all a wasteland. And Colorado, HBO special helped me. Like when they were like those really like nerdy comedy towns, Mm -hmm. nerdy in a good way, uh, I think they actually saw the specials. And then um, like the blue collar sort of northern cities was Opie and Anthony. And then I just wasn't on anything that like uh, southern or southwest. Yeah. And a lot of the Midwest were going to see. You know what I mean? Like they just- sort of existed on different uh, circles. You know what I mean? Do you feel like now, because one of the things I noticed is that a lot of times now comedians, like people we know, friends, uh, people you're at the store with, will get in a movie or something and it like will do nothing. And and it's not like the movie didn't do well or the part, like they did great, but it just doesn't create the same traction it used to. But then I think of something like The Mandalorian, which you were in, uh, the both seasons, but you had a, like your own episode basically on the second season. It's a phenomenal series, and the episode is amazing. Do you feel like? Can you sense that that has any effect? Like, does it bring? Because it's such a popular. No, show. I don't think it does. I no? think I think the uh, that I don't know. Well, I was so far down the road as a comic by the time I got that. Sure. That what that got me was acting work. Okay. That Did you have got, fun doing that, it? It's oh, so man. dope I to watch. Blast. I really? had a blast. Well, there's a guy over there, Gary Marcus, who I, I first worked with on a Mike Binder film called Black or White. And he's just one of those guys, you can just tease him and he loves it. Mm-hmm. So the running gag the whole day is just basically, you know, how, how he still has a career. Yeah. He's great at what he does. It's yeah. just a total joke. And yeah. people like listening to me making fun of him. So I actually look forward to the day. And we go back and forth, and he trashes me. So, like most of the day, I feel like if I'm not asking like what what's going on in this scene, mm-hmm. it's just me trashing him yeah, while and- they're setting up another scene and making people laugh. And uh, yeah, he got me with something. I didn't get the joke because I didn't see the movie. My character had to run up this hill, and then they played that song from The Lion King. And the whole crew laughed at me. We have a blast when we're on that. That's thing. cool. How long did it take to shoot that episode? Like that your episode. Oh God, I forget. I don't know. It it was it's over a week, but I totally lucked out because it's John Favreau who totally knows what he's doing, and it's like they, you know, whatever your favorite movie is, mm-hmm. just imagine if you got control of an aspect of it. Yeah, with his skills. Yeah. So him and his his uh, his running partner, I just spaced on his name. I like total st- Filoni. Yes. Dave, Dave Filoni. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. I got big, so deep. Big, big hockey guy, right? Into that. So they love, you know, the Star whole Star Wars, Wars and all world. that. Yeah. So they get to do it. Like I would say the way they, they rebooted the, the Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Well, you could tell that first season. I like, go, oh, these guys love this movie. They're filling in all this background stuff. 
So that was really exciting. And then I lucked out in a second way. It was Rick Famuyiwa was the director. And uh, he wanted to do like a Reservoir dog sort of style thing with like these bounty hunter guys uh, and women. And it was like, um, you know, the whole thing just kind of, I don't know. I don't even know how the hell, like all of my whole freaking careers, like I don't even know how the hell it, like I just lucked out. Well, oh, Mike Binder. I went to Mike Binder's birthday party. And John was there, and he said, hey, you know, we're writing this thing. We kind of have you in mind. Do you want to do it? Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was like, going, I don't know, John. I kind of, I've teased Star Wars people a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, I know. He goes, I listen to podcasts. He goes, I think it would be funny if you, you got in it. My wife was kicking me under the table, and I was like, all right, I'll do it. But, like, there's this misconception that I truly hated it. Yeah. I just was hating on it as a yeah, comic. It's, I, like, it's a bit almost. Yeah, like, you see a yeah. thousand people excited about something. Sure. You're going to make fun of it. Pro right? wrestlers. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just doing that. That's all I was doing. So, um, yeah. And then I, I, I got there and, uh, you know, it's just fun to work on something. It's so good, man. That, it's, that's, but it's, but it, <laughs> it's like that big. Oh God. Like they got this thing called like the volume mm -hmm. where they shoot this thing. And I don't even understand the technology. They close all the wall, all, all the walls all around you. And then. They've shot this footage that they gen then project onto the walls, right? Mm -hmm. So as I'm talking to you, if the camera moves behind me, the stuff behind you moves, you get like vertigo. God damn. So that's why I think the acting in those scenes are really good because you really have to lock in on the actor because yeah. if you start looking at the stuff, you're going to like tip over. It's the best kind of thing where I remember season one, what, like when you go, I'll check this out. Like, you know what I mean? You're not yeah. like, I'm looking for it, but you're like, I guess I'll check this out. And it hooks you in such a way that you become more of a super, like yeah. I think that everything about that series is amazing from the music to the way it's shot, the acting, the storytelling. Right. It's incredible, man. My, that's been my whole acting career. Yeah. Is I get like five lines on something. That's amazing. That's yeah. Yeah. You were in breaking bad. Chappelle show. Chappelle show. Jesus. I have no business being it. I just paratroop in for a couple of episodes and oh. then everybody else does all the work, writes it and, and all the stars of the show make it huge. And now I'm in the background, paging good, Mr. Herman. <laughs> it's a good place to be, Bill. You no, know, it is. No, it's, believe me. Yeah. If I can just keep doing that and just do my stand-up stuff and my, uh, my podcast, like, you know, I'm cool. Because it gives me plenty of time to hang with, you know, my wife and kids. So that's all that matters. Um, you and I both... Dude. I said something a little heartfelt there, and you're looking at your screen. I was hoping to get more emotional credit. Sorry, sorry. Even. It's all right. My Bill, you've grown so much as a person. You really have. Something like, there you go. You really have. Christina, what do you think? She, she's, I'm like, so, she's shocked. She can't believe she, I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> she's totally, we're all proud of you. You've been, you've, you've grown as a, as a human being. You're, yeah. you're more introspective. And I only do it for this. I only do it just for compliments on the podcast. I mean, I want to give you them. It's completely insincere in real life, but I, on the podcast, I act like I'm a, a nice person. No, you're very sincere in real life, aren't you? I feel like you are. I don't know what I am. I'm still figuring it. No, actually, I I've, I actually finally figured myself out. How did you figure yourself out? Mushrooms. Really? Yeah. So you, do you endorse them for people? I should try them? No. Okay. Because I, I, how the fuck do I know what it's going to do for you? Okay, that's all right. You might be one of those people in one of those high school film strips I used to watch who thinks they can fly and jumps off a building. Yeah. I don't know. No, I just took some and, uh, you know, it got me in touch with uh, why I became a comedian because mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have like a good trip. I didn't have a good trip, but in a good way. It let me <laughs> let me know. 
it let me know why I always walked around saying I hate myself. I, if I figured the whole... You figured that out? Figured it all out. I now know everything that I did, good or bad, my whole life. I know why I did it. I know why I drank the way I did, why it ended up getting me out of control. I know the whole fucking thing. All from that trip? Yeah. And do you, is it simple? Like, is it, is it ultimately something you go, that's It was mind-blowing because it, it was right there, but because of pain and stuff, you just block it all out. And uh, what I have found with a lot of things is a lot of things happened to you when you were a kid. So because of that kid perspective, and it was so huge, and it was a universe, that they're like mountains to you in your head. And then when you finally cross the line, it's like stepping up onto a curb because it wasn't like a big deal. I actually... I've also learned too, like with like, uh, you know, your idea of your childhood and the adults in your life, their idea of your childhood, neither one of them is true. It's somewhere in the middle yeah. where you were putting so much on it because your home life, that was your whole universe. And then they're out there working, doing whatever, or your, your teacher, you know, who said whatever was struggling to pay bills. Like to them, it was such a smaller thing. That's why when kids confront it's like you did. Ah, I never did that. They don't even remember it. Sure, not in a mean way. So, and I think that I was actually like you know I think I put too much on a lot of things, where they put maybe too little, you know whoever the people were in my life or whatever issue, and um, and now being a parent, you know I just I, I get real. Um, I think one of my strengths as a parent is remembering like what it was like to be a kid. Yeah. Cause like my daughter was putting on something and she didn't want to wear it. And my wife was like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And I, I said, I go, that's a huge deal. Yeah. You can't go to school, not liking what you're wearing. Cause yeah. that's going to get in your Cause head. You remembered. Well, that that's going to get in your head. You're going to carry yourself a certain way and that's going to attract the sharks. Mm-hmm. You gotta be, you gotta be going to school feeling good about yourself. Yeah. True. <laughs> Especially if you had orange hair and freckles. Yeah. You needed, you needed to have a vibe. And do you feel like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a big deal. I think about that too sometimes about when you go, you put a lot on how you viewed things as a kid. Well, now with my own kids where I'll, I'll, something will just happen, you know, some interaction. I'll be like, oh, I wonder if this for him will be a bigger deal. You know, like something that's yeah. imprinted in his mind. I think as long as your kid respects you but isn't afraid of you. Yeah. And if you actually say like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That's a big thing for him. Because like my kids are not afraid of me in a good way. Yeah. In a good way. Sometimes that backfires. Like my daughter one time was doing something and I was saying, you can't do that. Okay. I told you not to do it and you did it. And she goes, yeah, but she goes, but Dada, it was funny. And I had to be like, all right, it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as a comic, I got to, I got to own up. It was funny. I go, but you still, you shouldn't do it. So I think she had a difficult time with the fact that I, I I agreed that it was funny. Yeah. But uh... I, I, I got a kick out of the fact I was like, oh, she was going for the joke. Yeah, that's I know they go they go for jokes. <laughs> they do. They, my uh, my five year old, I yelled. I was like, no, I can't believe you fucking out. You know, I screamed about something he threw on the ground, and then like he came over. and He goes, you don't yell at me like that. Talk to me normal. And I laughed so hard because yeah. I was so fired up. I was like, all right, man, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. He's like, he was like, I I'm a kid. He talked normal to me, and I was like, all right, I'm sorry. Yeah, he just lit me up. Well, the thing is, and it's also like, you know, I think they know when they should be yelled at. Yeah, they do, kind of. They yeah. do, because I did. I remember, you know, yeah, my mom used to, you know, she was the one that dealt out the punishment. She had like a paddle and shit. And mm-hmm. like, I, I looked back, I, I was like, 
Like I deserved every fucking one of those. Yeah. It was only like one or two where, you know, I got it because somebody else did something. I wasn't going to say anything. So I, but I mean, for the most part, and I, but I'm sure it went that way with some of my other siblings. So yeah. It is, it is, uh, it is what it is. But now you have full, like you basically feel like you have full clarity on why you're a comedian. Like you, whatever it is, you, yeah, you see it now. Yeah. And it wasn't because I, I love comedy and I always related to comedy. That's what I thought it was. It wasn't. No. It was a very you, simple thing. Yeah. It was like, I was going to go on. It was the quickest way for me as a shy loner type person to go on into a room, get everybody to know me and like me. And then nobody hurts me. Yeah. It was just that. It was as simple as that. You're going to like me. Hey, he's a good guy. And then I can fucking relax. Because mm-hmm. I was sort of stuck in the fight or flight mode, as most kids were of, uh, I think, um, when I grew up. Like, it was a, uh, you know, it was an interesting time. You just sent your kids outside, which you would never do. I mean, I, I live in a city, so I wouldn't do that. But back, you know, living in the suburbs. Yeah. They just sent you outside, and then you ran into other kids. And if they were bigger kids, they would just do shit to you. Yep. Break your toys, beat you up, throw rocks at you make you run as they shot bow and arrows at I remember the kid who yeah. used, used to make his run <laughs> he would shoot this fucking arrow up in the air like a real arrow yeah, fuck and you'd get caught in the wind and you'd try to get out of the way and he'd be like alright you come back now you and you get out there and he would do, and it was just like his entertainment um, just shit like that I mean that's how that whole uh, you know that F is for family thing came about was I when I first told those stories on stage people laughed and then Somewhere along the line, parenting changed, mm-hmm. and those kids grew up, and all those laughs turned into like, no, yeah, oh, and it was really frustrating um, to get, I guess, emotionally supported <laughs> as opposed to people laughing. So then I, I was just like, so I just sort of put them away, but I knew they were funny, uh-huh. and then, and I also knew that that way of living didn't totally go away; that there's still kids doing shit to each other or whatever, and uh, so that's why we figured out you know watching south park it's like well how far these guys are going i'm going nowhere near this i bet i can get away with these stories if i animate them so that was the deal wow that's amazing you um i didn't see you much or or talk to you much during the pandemic but you're somebody i i wondered how like how you personally dealt with it you know like i I see you as like somebody that you know like you got to get out there you got to get on stage somebody that's got to get out of the house and do that and like oh I was built for it, dude. Really? Oh, dude. Yeah, if I could just, like, you know, my wife doesn't get that about me. I go, there's a big part of me that could literally just sit on a back porch and stare at the trees for the rest of my life. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like everything I've been through, which I'm not going to get into, I I just, I I need, like, quiet. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, like... uh, what we what we do is loud, mm-hmm. you know, heckling and all this shit, and yeah. traveling and getting through. We have a very, you know, full flight, blah blah blah, all of that type of stuff. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm you know you know some guys get off stage and they want to keep it going. Yeah, we, go, we both work with one. Yeah, 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 go go to the uh, the VIP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never. Yeah, but ends. I don't think with Bird it's a bad thing. Bird has such like a good heart. I feel he like does. it's he, he wants everyone to have a good time. That's exactly what. And he and then he'll turn to you and go, "Don't you want this to never end?" And you're like, "No, I'd like it to end like maybe in an hour." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I I am one of those people that like through my out my whole career I was always 
the guy that like if there was a dive bar mm-hmm. that I could go to with a bunch of old people in there and they yeah. had no idea about anything. Yeah. That's on, your spot. That oh yeah, yeah, that that was absolutely my spot and um Yeah. Well, I, I, I do I feel that for a, a similar thing because I I feel like I feel like what we do is like being in like let's say the chaos for lack of a better term, like you know, being out there in shows and and like Everything's moving, tons of people. And that's why I feel like going home, I like a, a home life that's very peaceful. You know, like a quiet, like it's like a... Right. And I need it. I need, Do you get that when you get home? Because I always find you get home, your no. wife's so sick of dealing with the kids. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, and here you go. Yeah, yeah no, no. So I try to get prepared. You have to get prepared. And then for you, that. Yeah. And then you have, you have to get prepared. And then you talk about how it was really hard out there and it's real stressful. <laughs> That's like, that like, was fucking poof, really rough. Yeah, I get in fucking trouble. I get more trouble being married than I did in school. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm just really? always in the doghouse. It's just full of, you can't like, I don't know, but we have such funny fights. We have such fucking hilarious fights now because I'm not angry anymore, you uh-huh. know? I still have a temper, but I'm not, I don't walk around just angry. Yeah. Which has been this big lift for my wife, I th- I hope. Because well, uh, sure. I was not easy to deal. Or enough with your fucking personal shit. I can tell you. Well, for sure. Jeez. No. Uh, <laughs> he said that a little too quick. Um, so we we had. <laughs> you just sounded like Bill Murray in Kingpin. I'll bet. Bet. <laughs> um, yeah. So we had. You a, were not an easy guy to be around. No, I no. can't imagine being married to you. Yeah. No, it's bad. So I uh, we had this fight. She was asking me, it was something about the kids. And, you know, you know, when your wife asks you, the yeah. decision's already made. Yes. So, but she knows she can't make the decision on her own. So she's coming over for you to just agree with her. So I didn't agree with her. I was just like, no, I don't want to do that. And she goes, well, why not? I was just thinking, but blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, no, nah, I, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. I think we can handle this. We don't need an outside person, but blah, 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 for this, this little thing. Right. And, then she just kept going, so so, so, what are you saying? Which is hilarious. You speak English. You right. heard what I just said. Yeah. Dude, over and over and over again. And, like, and then she kept saying her point or whatever. And in my head, I'm going like, I've already lost. Yeah. I know it's going to go her way. But just as an experiment, let me just stick to this and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. So I just kept saying, no, yeah. I understand your point and I, I don't want to do it. And it was something we needed both people to approve. Yeah. So she goes, so you don't want to do it. She just kept doing that. So what are you saying? (laughs) You you don't want to do it? You kept doing that. And I just just stuck with it. She goes, fine. And I said, okay, thank you. And then she got up and she walked out, right? And about a half hour later, 20 minutes later, she comes back in the room to get something and put something down. And she's just doing it really fucking loud, right? And I'm just looking at her. And then as she walks out of the room, she just so walks out of the room, she just goes like, gives me this look. And dude, I just fucking bursted out laughing. Like I couldn't stop laughing. And she's like, what, what? And I, I just crying. I go, you're mad at me. She goes, I'm not mad at you. I go, you just shot me a look. I go, you were literally mad at me because you asked me what I wanted and I told you. And she kept trying to say that she wasn't mad. And I just kept laughing at, I finally just said, listen, you know, we're going to do what you want to do. Why do you even ask me? Why do you, why do we have to go through this? Yeah. And you sitting and saying all of that. 
So I just laughed my whole way through it. And I said, you know, do it the way you want to do it. And that was just how it ended. And then the next morning, she came down to me unsolicited and said, hey, you know what? We don't have to do that. I thought about it, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, oh. Nice. All right. Yeah, and that's kind of how it works. I've learned you can't argue with them. Mm -hmm. Because they can do that all fucking day, and they're just going to wear you down. Yeah. They're just going (laughs) to fucking lean on you. And it's like, you're just going to... I've been talking about that in my act, joking. Like, well, that's an away game. Arguing yeah. with a woman yeah, yeah. is a fucking hostile environment. You're not going to win. <laughs> but I found these other things that is this odd thing that if you just sort of quit, yeah, it makes them look at themselves. It's fucking weird. And, yeah. if, and if they're not 100% on it, I think that they maybe think like, well, I need to save this card that we're just going to do what I want right. or else he's going to think that it's not balanced. So, or maybe the fact that I just wasn't an asshole for once being like, you know what, I'm fucking sick of this, you know, what the fuck you even fucking ask me? If you, you do that, that gets you nothing. Yeah. Yeah, we, we all are glad that you aren't such an asshole. But, um, Tom, that, if yeah. you think I'm, you've always had that serial killer vibe. I know you look like Burl Ives, so no one thinks that you're fucking dangerous. I would not want to go to sleep in a house you were in. He'd probably kill you with that. Have a holly jolly Christmas playing in the background. And he's standing there in some fucking sadomasochist slash holiday outfit. Okay, look, I gotta I gotta show you something. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I've heard about your show. Yeah? Yeah, dude. I don't need this shit on my hard drive, okay? I, we can just like we can These are chuckle, funny. Huh? These are funny. Yeah, but your idea of like what's funny. Come on, man. So this yeah, is... Yeah, uh, you're into like comedy roadkill. No. Yeah, like no. decomposing... The decomposing possums this is- of jokes. <laughs> Dude, I still remember that fucking guy. Which guy? That guy. That guy. Oh, Come yeah. Come on, you know? Yeah. The Try guy- it out. That, uh- <laughs> Try it out. Like, I'll never forget that. He remembers trying out. <laughs> That's not something you forget. <laughs> That's true. That's I mean, I will tell you. Yeah. Having been in a writer's room for five seasons, you know, you try to come up with catchphrases and yeah. shit. I don't think you can ever beat try it, try it out. I know. Try yeah. it out with just the way he said it. It's true. I need to be fucked a lot, man. That's him. Yeah. 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 Come check it out. Okay, Go so, check it out. Yo, check he's it also, out. He also said try, try it out is his big one. I mean. Yeah. No, that guy not. was molested as a child. He's in my building. Try it out. I, I feel bad for him. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's a hurt child. Yes. Yes. And then Tom goes, oh, I see the comedy in that. <laughs> Which is fine. If that if you want to live in that dark place, why do you got to project it onto me? Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's here. amazing how jolly you can look next to that fucking blow up doll. <laughs> it's like, he's the happiest man in the sex trafficking business. <laughs> Come on down to Jolly Tom's. So this is, these are clips. Try it out. Check it out. <laughs> These, you really do, dude. You look like... Oh, by the way, you were fucking great in that Steve Byrne movie. Oh, thanks, the man. The cop, dude. You were yeah. fucking great in that. You thanks, got, I, I went to the uh, premiere. You got huge laughs. Oh, thanks, man. Neil Brennan crushed it, too. He was the club owner. Yep, yep. Fucking yeah. crushed it. Crazy thing. I, I told Steve, it's just a miracle you can get a movie made. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's incredible just to get that made. Oh, yeah. If you're actually going to... If you're not yeah. just going to like shoot it on your iPhone and Absolutely. do it yourself. Yeah, it's... It's, uh, it's just insane. 
Yeah. Um, uh, It's quite the tricky dance. (laughs) For a little bit. Uh, So we get sent in a lot of videos, videos that I think you'll like. And we play these videos and... This is a short one. Is this the comedic nice setup that you're going to do before I see something horrific? I mean, possibly. So I'd say definitely. You know, you've built a brand over here. (laughs) (laughs) I like how he's doing this like I don't know exactly what's happening. (laughs) So these videos. Dude, I just don't want to see anybody fuck anything. I don't don't want to see anything. This is just, do you think this is fun? Horrible or hilarious? That's it. You know? So here's like She's not hurt. She's fine. She's fine. She's saying, Oh my God, too much. Oh, that's great. See, you like it. That was a good one. I'm a Three Stooges guy. I didn't know you were going to go slapstick. Yeah. These are some fun ones. All right. Oh, and here comes the head. <laughs> <laughs> I wake my wife up watching this yeah, shit. Yeah, it's so fun. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. I watched the guy <laughs> jet ski. Oh. This beautiful leg go right in the side of a boat with yeah, his girlfriend on the back. Oh, Jesus my God. Christ. That was I, I was laughing so hard. I woke her up. I was yeah. like shaking, shaking the bed. But yeah. I get yelled at. She tells me now, because I watch things on the patio at our house, and uh, Christina's like, she'll text me. I can hear the screaming. <laughs> She's like, please put in headphones. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> this one, did you see? This was in Russia. And they're alive. <laughs> they're alive. They lived. Are those people? Yeah. Yeah. Is she missing a leg? I don't know if they were fighting. <laughs> they lived. I swear to God. <laughs> I gotta see that again. Are they on a rocket ship? For me, it's the guy's jacket. He almost play half a second. He's trying to have one of those squirrel suits. Oh, God. Falling in uh, gravity. This just, it's over. What is this one? Hold on. Oh, this is the best. Oh, I'm just going to jump from the roof. <laughs> Oh my god, no, that's bad. That's Joe Theismann shit. Dude, but who thinks you can make that jump? Why would that you think... That wasn't that bad a jump. It's from a roof, though. I mean, that's... That's a one-story house. But you that think... That guy's clumsy as shit. But... And he's wearing, like, rain boots. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, by the way, I vowed I would never watch yours. Yeah. And um, uh, that guy, uh, uh, Crime Faces, posted it. Oh, yeah. And I was watching it going, I have to say, look how it looks like Tom's yeah. <laughs> I was just, oh, yeah. my God, dude. Yeah. I never want to see that again. Yeah. I'm having surgery again on this arm. Oh. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. Well, let's see. So now it's all right. That maybe that was your karma for laughing at this shit. That's all what everybody years. said. Yeah. Everybody was oh, like, God, you now deserve I'm it. That wasn't so good. 
Yeah. And there's only that guy one. didn't know a lot about momentum. Didn't no, he? <laughs> no, he really took it slow. Yeah, you this can't is... be between your ears when you're doing something like that. <laughs> no, you just yeah, got to get... go. Yeah, you need lift. This is a, from a wrestling, like a, a amateur wrestling thing. Elbow drop. I haven't seen. I have not seen this yet. Oh, these kids are nuts! Look how high up he's going. Holy shit! Oh shit! I love how the guy still went with like the fake blow like yeah. it happened. Yeah. Oh my god. This is in slow-mo. I can't watch. I can't I can't watch bones breaking, dude. I can't watch bones breaking. I can't watch bones yeah, breaking. I, was, I can't I can't do that. Okay. Like I, I the Joe Thiesman Monday it's night over. football I, that was it. That it's was over. it for me. Yeah. I, I still don't watch those. When I watch football, I just go like that. UFC, when guys do the kick. You saw that Weidman? And they come back. You know what it reminds me of? You ever see when a little kid puts on an adult rain boot? Yeah. And they sort of step it on the side. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. I can't. It's hard. When they go, they don't even know, and they go back to put that leg down to support. Oh, It's rough. It is rough. Yes. Um, Have you seen or caught wind of how many people cannot say Bert's name? Like, like really? People joke and tease him and call him. What, Bert Kreischer? Yeah. But they call them like Bart Crystals and Brett Kirshner and all this shit. Like, no, it is everywhere. Like, here's even a promo from, you know, he did that show. Is this uh, why you had me here today? Just so you could just shit on Bert Kreischer? You almost had me say his name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm on, happy to have Bart you. Kreischer. I'm start. I love having you here. What are you talking about? So here's Anyways, a, back to Bert. No, I just want to make fun of him for a second. I mean, he's my best friend. I was just fucking around. Yeah. Seriously, you're taking this. Is now thinking. Oh, okay, okay. Like there's a motivation. Here. No, 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 no. Go Big Show Thursday night on TBS. Cody Rhodes, of course, Snoop Dogg, Jennifer Nettles, Rosario Dawson, and Burke Krishna. Oh, that killed the disrespect. That kills him. That's as bad as that guy's Cody neck tattoo. Cody Rose, a part of Go Big Show. Set your DVRs now to watch Snoop, Rosario Dawson, Jennifer Nettles, Cody Rose, and Bert, Bert Kersher. Bert Kersher. Wasn't that like a promoter? What is this, by the way? And he said Bruce Kreischer to correct it. What is this, by the way? This is a this is a wrestling show on the sh- that's promoting the Go Big Show, which is the like the talent show that Bert hosts. And that Cody, Snoop, and Rosario Dawson, and somebody else are Judging. judges on. Yeah. Okay. So they, but they. Bruce Kreischer. Rosario's on uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, then there's, I mean, it's just constant though. These like. What's the stand-up's name again? Bert Kreischer. And then. <laughs> as long as they buy tickets, it's fine. Even a, a fellow comedian. I'm going to be performing in Colorado on, oh. I know this is September the 8th oh, at gee. Red Rock. So you're welcome to come if you want to come and have a laugh. Me and Burt Chrysler. <laughs> Burt Chrysler. Brett Burt Kaiser. It looks like Burt. But it's an R right there. I don't know if the R is silent. Burt <laughs> Kreischer. <laughs> I never heard, heard of Burt Kaiser. Burt Kaiser. I'm here with a shirt off, so... <laughs> All right. Why would the R be silent? I have no idea. Who who would ever think of that? Maybe he watches hockey because some of those guys with the, the Finnish names, they get a little trying to guess how you say them. Even this lovely adult actress, Adriana Chechik, offered for Bert and I to have a DP with her. 
And she got his name wrong. Did you see you appeared on YMH Podcast? Doomers! Yes! Between him and Bert, Tom Segura and, and Bert Chrysler, I'm just wondering if they want to get a DP going or if they want to, you know, hit me up for, for any double action. So anyway, that's pretty cool of her. Poor woman. Yeah. Um, what is it, just vodka she has poured in there? <laughs> She's got a busy schedule, man. <laughs> uh, Bert Chrysler. I Bert, like that. That's a good, that's got a good ring to it. I like that better than Chrysler. Yeah. But he's a, he is a sweetheart. He is the sweetest. You know what you think? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Why, I don't know. Why is your head tilted at that angle? <laughs> just to see where you'll take yeah, it. He is. He's Isn't a, he, he sweet? Hmm? Yeah, he is. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem. He's lovable. All right. He he's a big teddy bear. Yeah. You guys need to work out whatever happened. Did no, he, I miss are him. Are you mad that he videoed you and didn't come for help? No, I, no, no, no. He, <laughs> you sat he, there, he, folded up. He actually, he did something that he goes. Mouth to mouth. He mouth to mouth. But he also said later on, he goes, you know, I, I would never do this. And I did it. Which is that he took me to the hospital. He waited with me in the emergency room. Like shit, he goes. I he goes. That's totally against who I am. <laughs> he goes, but I he, he was he was with what me. What basic human reaction? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I would have done that for a stranger. If it was I, just some guy on the other team and like nobody else was there, I'd be yeah. like, all right, dude, I'll hang with you. Well, you don't know Bert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was he and he did something that I think that you know. Not only did he take me there, he left me his charger so I could charge my phone. I mean, that's really that's real love. I think. Hey, that's the bird I know. Yeah. I don't know what happened to you up until then. Oh, I, yeah, this was the first time I Maybe thought. you felt this is the, you were finally vulnerable enough where he could show you who he truly is. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe you're right. You needed, I, I didn't you needed even need two sh- broken limbs before he could trust you. I didn't even need uh, shrimps to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been stone sober since then. Really? Yeah, because I realized why I was getting fucked up. I was like, all right, I got to fix this. So I like this version of you. I do too. It's a lot lighter. It's easier. And uh, I don't come off as such a cunt on stage now. I don't. Oh, was cunt too far for you? I, I'm personally <laughs> offended, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know your listeners, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know, they're I, super offended. I, I could tell. You know, they're pro-women. <laughs> <laughs> they're all woke. They're pe- PETA lovers. You got yeah. this fucking decapitated dog behind you. Yeah. Well, pretty good. Um, No. Well... Bird, if he lives and uh, makes it back, I'm really looking forward to seeing you, man. Oh, he's doing the movie. Yeah, he's doing the movie. Serbia. Yeah, he said he's bra- he he's bar- almost breaking shit. He almost broke his arm. Uh, he's doing his own stunts. I'm like, yeah, he had to go. Yeah, he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fucking himself up, man. That's good. Yeah, shooting like real hey, action sequences. Yeah, Burt Reynolds did the same thing. True. Burt Reynolds did all his own stunts. He messed himself up a lot. Harrison Ford did it. Yeah. Uh, Jackie uh, Chan. Um, Michael Jan Vincent. Yeah. All of those guys. Those guys all used to do all of their own stunts. I remember uh, Schwarzenegger jumping on the hood of that car. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood jumped onto that bus in uh, Dirty Harry. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched all the Dirty Harrys. Are they good? I've never seen one. Well, the first one's the classic. And then each one has something that, that, that you grew up with watching them though, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I've been watching a bunch of stuff from the seventies. I watched this Dustin Hoffman film. I've been talking about my podcast called straight time. You should check that out. Good. It's might be my favorite Dustin Hoffman movie. And I love that guy. What did I watch? Um, I'd seen it before the French connection. 
which is I, I got to watch that again because I was actually watching a thing on the mobster that started that French connection. This guy was a billionaire in the seventies. God. Oh no, maybe in the sixties, bringing in all of this heroin and stuff. And the guy was is it was Carmine the cigar something or other. And when he gets rubbed out, when he gets fucking whacked, he dies with the cigar in his mouth. It's so fucking oh, cinematic. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like in real life, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. He got killed guy, in that backyard patio in, in Brooklyn or something? Yeah. 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 He was at a uh, backyard, like a restaurant yeah. area. But like that guy put together, I don't know. I think the amount of money that he made, that I think they were afraid to ever make a movie that, like, you know, yeah. there's those movies where, like, uh, you know, when the mob was still like, I don't know what, the, I think they all went, the smart guys went legit, you know, yeah. and just got to the legal side of stealing. Yeah, right. <laughs> like our business. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we put you in your exposure. Um, that back in the day when they made those movies, they they couldn't say, like early on, you watch, they wouldn't say like, um, like the Untouchables, they would never say mafia. Yes. Right through Godfather, they wouldn't say mafia. And then if you look at like, um, uh, uh, I think it was Casino. When was that the one they kept saying our friends in Kansas City? Yeah, that's exactly. Like right. I heard they were talking about a different city, but they didn't want any trouble, so they just said Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, because they had they had the Kansas City scenes too. Casino, where they're actually yeah, where I that if you read the real ones, you see the state that it came. Like I'm oh really? Yeah, I don't want to fucking. I watched uh, I watched one of those mob series on like the uh. History Channel or something. And I was talking to Diaz about it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, there was this guy, uh, and I hit that his nickname. I was like, Gas. He goes, Gas Pipe. He goes, Yeah, I used to buy coke from him. I was like, Oh, and then he, he's like, Real scary guy. I was like, Yeah, sounded like it. Yeah, and if Joey Diaz is saying the guy's scary, yeah, he says he's scary as fuck. And the the show, you're like, This guy's fucking terrifying. I mean, yeah, those guys were. Uh... Those guys were no fucking joke. No, no joke. All of that shit, and I just like. I always watch those things. They're so fascinating to me. But I tell you, as, as nuts as they are, like when, like, uh, some of the stuff, the cartels like that. Cartel stuff blows it away. Yeah. There's no, like, they're in old school Italian mob stuff, actually, ha- there is a moral compass. Yeah, and no like, women, no kids. Absolutely. And it's like, you're in the mob, I'm in the mob, you know, we both agreed to this life. Yeah. And like, you might die, I might, and we're like, cool, but we don't do that. The cartels... The cartels take it even further than Everything's like, in play. Everything. <laughs> Fucking blow up schools. Did you hear? That? I heard that they went They went down to scout for one of those Narcos shows in Mexico and the guy scouting locations got killed. I heard that too. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, yeah, that, that, that is an, it's almost like this is an active volcano. Yeah. You're not doing it. Even though they're like, hey, we're doing like a period piece about, it's like this shit is happening like right now. Right now. Yeah, the, I read an article about when one of the journalists agreed to meet one of the cartel people, you know, for an interview and that agreed to terms and all this stuff. And, you know, they blindfolded him for most of it. And then they're on this approach through, you know, he doesn't know where he is, mountains and whatever. And he's gone on this approach going up this hill. And as they're going up the hill, you know, they take his blindfold off. There are people strapped to trees that like are dying that they were making an example of and they wanted him to see it so like he's on this about to meet the guy he sees people bound to trees like cut open and stuff dude and that's like uh who's that well, that mass murderer back was it ivan the terrible oh, or something like vlad? that vlad 
Vlad the Impaler? Yeah, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. And he had this guy over, and he had all these people impaled, and he wanted to yeah. eat. Take their eyeballs. Din- no, you and- want to eat dinner with this guy. And oh. the guy goes, come on, man, how can we eat with all this stuff going on? And then he fucking impaled him for asking. I mean, yeah. who who says, I would not say shit to that guy. Fuck. I'd be, yeah. oh, nice place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. If you see bodies just like torn open, you're like, oh, man, I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So octopus is oh. good. No, dude, that's like apocalypse now shit. Yeah, and that's happening like fucking a couple hours from here. That's what's crazy. Do you know that's the type of stuff like um, that makes me revert back into like watching shit from the 70s, even though the shit like that was happening in the 70s because I was a kid in the 70s. I was just watching shit in the 70s because I just had a paper route. Mm-hmm. I collected football cards. My life was simple. That's how I shut that shit off. Mm-hmm. Because um, some of the, the the capabilities that people have to do stuff like that to one another is just fucking brutal. It's brutal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, as so, we sit there laughing at this woman getting hit by a car. Well, I just I told this story, but I'll, I'll tell you this really happened a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Guy's jacket is just fucking. <laughs> Dude, but this this happened a few weeks ago. I get I get picked up uh, by an Uber driver, and I asked him where he was from. And he said, Monterey, Mexico. And I said, oh, I, I know one of my friends married a girl from Monterey. So I go, you know. Already you've said too much. Yeah, right. Now they're going to get whacked. Dude. So I go, how long you lived here? And he said, 10 years. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, Monterey's pretty dangerous though, right? Because I'd heard especially from her. And he goes, yeah, that's why I left because the cartel kept fucking with me. And I was like, okay. And I go, like, what happened? Dude. By the way, this is a 15-minute drive, okay? He goes, one of my friends had a ranch, and he had a trailer with livestock. And the cartel took it, and he had it. He had GPS on it, so he was able to find it. He didn't know the cartel took it. He just knew it was stolen. So when they found it, they just retrieved it. He just took it back, put it, went back to his, uh, his ranch. And he goes, like, three months later, I'm hanging out with my friend and a couple other friends at his ranch. And these guys come in and they just take us like at gunpoint and they take us somewhere and he goes, and they just kill my friends like in front of me, you know, they shoot one, they cut one open. I was like, holy fucking shit. Right. And he's telling me that I'm in the back of the car. Like, mm-hmm. And I just be standing like, I, I want to be the bullet guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, Give me the bullet. Don't fucking start <laughs> sawing shit off me. Yeah, please. And I go, and then what? He go, and I go, well, I ask him, I go, why didn't they kill you? And he goes, I asked him. He goes, I asked, because they didn't. And then I was just kept for 45 days. And he goes, I, um, I asked the guy, I go, why, aren't, why haven't you killed me? And they go, we like you. Like one of the guys goes, we like you. Like you're funny or, you know, we like talking to you. Because he would, he would talk to them all day. And then one day they just dro- they, they drove out on the highway between two towns and they let him out. And he goes, you know, I had to walk to town, find a phone, call my wife, who everybody thought I was dead because... I've been gone for 45 days. And so everybody freaked out. Had she remarried? She'd already started a new family. <laughs> she had two kids. She was like, I'm sorry. It was just so long. <laughs> and then he Honey, goes. it was the cartel. It was the cartel. People don't come back. Yeah. So like, how can you be mad at me? Um, <laughs> We're running a farm here. I needed a man around. <laughs> I gave you a week. I didn't do anything for a week. You're going to like him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got enough room. <laughs> I'm actually legally married to him because you were dead. Um, but then he just goes like, uh, "If I fuck you, I'll be cheating on my new husband." 
So he just goes back and he's like, you know, gets his shit together. And he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then he comes to the States and then he pulls up. He's like, here's your stop. I was like, I need a few minutes, man. Can you go for a little ride around the block? Like you just told me the craziest story I've ever heard in my life. But he witnessed his friends get murdered by these guys in front of him. And then yeah. the Sicario, the hitman, told him that he makes a hundred grand a week doing it from like the cartel pays him just on weekly retainer and then just kill whoever we tell you to kill. That's hilarious. That's their version of hosting a game show. Like, you know, <laughs> like you wanted to get in to win an Oscar, yeah. you know, some good work and you just say, ah, fuck it. You just do the game show. Like, yeah. Ah, fuck it. I'll just work for the cartel. <laughs> I'll kill people. <laughs> Oh, and he asked him because you I know I wanted to be a veterinarian, but I mean, it pays a hundred grand. What am I supposed grand to do? A week. Look, I'm just killing people for another five years, and then I'm getting out. <laughs> <laughs> he he said he asked the guy, "How like isn't it hard to kill people? Like when you said when you bring stuff up, and the guy goes the first time, yeah, because the first time it's hard. He goes, but by the third time, it's not a big deal. So anybody out there wondering? It's like bombing, bombing yeah. the first time. Oh, it's the most painful thing ever. Yeah. Then after a couple, two, three, you can kind of have your composure. It's, it's it's like one of those things you don't want to get uh, good at. Yeah. 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 But then I also got to think like, I bet those guys don't worry about what if the dollar collapses? Yeah. No. What if society collapses? It's like, I'll just fucking kill anybody who fucks with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already crossed that line. Have you had a bad bomb in like a while? Like a bomb? I find out, you know. I mean, I had COVID bombs the first time you do a parking lot, and even if yeah. they're laughing, you can't hear it, and yeah, it kind of sure. messes with your timing. Yeah. Um, have I had a bad bomb? Oh, last bad bomb I had, I was in New York in 2019, and uh, talent James Harris was at the uh, at uh, Caroline's, and. He has a predominantly African-American crowd. Mm -hmm. And I went up there and I did the Michelle Obama bit after I had done my Michael Jackson bit. And he was he was the only one laughing in the room and they were just staring at me. Really? Yeah. Because like, I, I forget what it was. It was talking about that video, that, no, that sh thing that came out where it was just like, uh, I think they were, they were anticipating that I was going to say Michael Jackson was a pedophile, mm -hmm. and I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I just someone was going, "Hey, did you see that Michael Jackson documentary? Did you watch it?" The joke was, and I was like, "No." Yeah, he's like, "Why not?" I go, "I'm not watching testimony of of you know pedophile testimony is like my entertainment." Yeah, was the joke that right. you you're sitting down there acting like you cared. That's how you filled your evening. Right. By watching people be like, and then he took off my pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sitting there eating popcorn. Like, yeah. like, you know, like you're watching fucking Blade Runner. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch this. So they kind of, you know, <laughs> didn't like that. So I didn't call Michael a pedophile, but I also didn't fucking, you know, I wasn't there. Right. Because when you're, the Michelle thing is like, it's not praise of her, right? It's like, it's saying like, she's just there. Like she's. She's, it was just, the whole thing was fucking ridiculous. I just was making fun of the fact that they she celebrated, right? No, that that that. When did first ladies start acting like they got elected? Right, right, right. Because that, okay. that was the thing. Yes, that's the I remember. And the, the way everybody was falling all over yeah, themselves, right? Um, like because they were Democrats, that means they didn't have the same dirty oil money in their back pocket to go buy a mansion on Martha's Vineyard, yeah. which is where they all end up. Yeah, yeah. And then they all go out 
and they all go on the speech tour, right? And they get paid like five, three, five, four hundred fucking grand a fucking night yeah. to give a speech to the person that they, the group that they hooked up. It's, it's, they're just washing the bribe money. Yeah. And, and my joke used to be they're up there going, uh, you know, thousand points of light. Don't leave any kids behind. You know, and they're in the crowd. The crowd's not even listening. They're like eating like a deep fried eagle. Yeah. Like <laughs> they don't even give a fuck. Yeah. So, um, it was deliberately, you know, yeah, anti-woman. Yeah, yeah. And it was deliberately yeah. making fun of that shit. But I mean, that's not necessarily 100% my issue. No. It's also how you keep breathing room during this stupid fucking time of uh, you know, not holding corporations accountable for polluting the ocean, but if you tell the wrong joke in a strip mall, you know, you're you're done. You can poison the food supply. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. You can fucking have never-ending wars. That's all good. Right. That's all good. But, but a joke. About whatever. And my favorite thing, too, is I just love, like, I can't believe you told that joke at that show I wasn't at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't even hear it. Yeah, and then at yeah. that point, the comedian's the victim. Right. Because you're not supposed to film us. Sure. So it's like, well, get mad at the person that filmed it and your fucking index finger that clicked on it. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, that's, it's so fucking... Look, do I get... A, whatever, we just watched some shit here, right? Did I get offended? I wasn't no. at any of those things, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, I fell off a fire escape. How could you post this video of people falling off a fire escape? I don't even... I don't even like... I don't even understand what the fucking problem is. Yeah. It's like you're at home in your kitchen. Eat your pancakes. It's exciting for people to get upset about things, though. It's exciting to them. I think it, it, it feels like you feel like you are saying something. I mean, it, it's, I guess in a lot of, it is virtue signaling. So it's, it's saying like, I'm in the right because people like to point and go, see, that's wrong. I know. Never that's a new white job. What, say, showing people what's virtue wrong. Virtue signaling. Yeah. It's such bullshit. And then they sit there and they, 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 they actually like, how do I, they, they're, they're using oppressed people to show how much, how great they are, how great, how much I care. Yeah. None of them are involved. No. Just sitting around tweeting and blah, blah, blah is, you know. It's not a contribution. It's barely more of a contribution yeah. than what I'm doing and I'm not doing anything. Right. Right. <laughs> no, I know. And it, I care. Yeah. Sniffle emoji. <laughs> Send. Wow. And, oh that God. was so brave. Yeah. Thank you for being an ally. And people go like, thank you for being an ally. No. I, I think that they, uh, you know, I thought that all that bullshit, uh, that, that shit with the, uh, I'm not, just let's not name names. Yeah. There was a certain guy, he booked a comedy festival mm -hmm. and uh, did something he shouldn't have done. He was 100% in the wrong, but the people that should have been offended handled it in-house or whatever from what I heard, and then it was just a bunch of bitter comics because they didn't get into the festival. Not one of them said, oh, I can't believe you used that word that's so painful to this other group of people. Every one of their tweets was about themselves. Right. And it was just like, you guys are fucking ambulance chasers. Sure. And you're sitting there acting like you're you're making, uh, I don't know, the whole thing is just gross. Yeah. It's, it's gross. gross. It's, it's totally gross. gross. It's like, yeah, it's like, I'm just fucking, you know, and, and commenting on shit when you weren't even there. That's the that's most of society. It's all you weren't there for any of this. Yeah, yeah. And you just present, 
just presented as fact. Yeah. And it's like, and with wow, comedy, man, you, too. you must have like some sort of, you must be like clairvoyant. I, I mean, I get the thing when there's like a, a zillion accusations. Sure. Like that's when it's just like, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And then I also understand, you know, uh, so much time's gone by, so there's no evidence. What the fuck are you going to do here? Like I get a lot of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where it's like, but like this whole thing is, is like, um, I don't know. It's getting down to like analogies. Yeah. Your analogy doesn't fit my politics. So therefore, uh, we're, we're, we're going to get it going. I know. <laughs> it's, um, it's a, uh, yeah. And then the weird thing too is, is like they say somebody's canceled and then they're, they're still selling all these tickets. Of course they are. Well, what it really means is your agent left. You realize too. <laughs> your agent goes like, all right, I got to get out of here. That the people, most of the people loud and like really critical about the comedian during that time, first of all, don't m- most of them don't un- follow comedy. They're not in, into comedy at all. They're not. They don't. They don't get that the people at that show <laughs> may have had a great time with whatever thing was captured because they're not even understanding that that comedian probably bought himself some some good favor by being up there with the thirty minutes before that joke and like the context of the performance and it, it might could be, the be guys, a reference to something that happened into that town. There's so it, much there's so much that's unspoken yeah. that happens. And when you're at a show or when you perform a lot, you get it. You go like, oh yeah, but like I was you know, I'm doing faux anger or faux ignorance for that moment. And then that's captured and sent out and in a blurb and somebody reads the the sentence about it and you're like, yeah, no, dude. and then they do they do like like tabloid journalism where they yeah. then they then put a ridiculous headline yeah of course and they put that in quotes and you go well yeah if i just read that so and so says killing babies yeah is is is, that is a good thing or whatever it's just like all right Mm. i don't know how do you feel before you get out of here uh, about uh, the nascar banning uh coolers at texas motor speedway are you why do they ban coolers i don't know this guy um one of the best parts speedway has banned coolers this is a bunch of bullshit I will not be coming back to Texas Motor Speedway until this cooler ban is lifted. And none of us should come back. It's a hundred motherfucking degrees out here. We're fixing to pack these stands full of people and Texas Motor Speedway says, oh, by the way, motherfuckers, you can't bring a cooler. This is a bunch of horse shit and I ain't gonna allow no fucking body to push me around and tell me what the hell I can and cannot do. NASCAR fans pay the bill up in this son of a bitch. That's who pays the fucking bills around here. Are you going to fucking listen and we're going to bring our fucking coolers or we ain't fucking coming back, motherfuckers? All right. Yeah. Like, that's how hot it is. It's so hot. I've been to, I've gone to races and shit. One of yeah. the best things is bringing your cooler in. It's got to be. It's fucking amazing. And you get fucked up. No, that's that bullshit. They want them to all go up to the beer stand. And buy their and beer. And buy it, yeah. yeah. And then he's, you know. We bought your tickets. <laughs> we want a damn mile to get to our seat in the freaking 100 degree heat so you could make damn money. And you sons of bitches banned coolers. That tells me that you totally disrespect us NASCAR fans that don't appreciate us whatsoever. So here's what I'm going to recommend. Us NASCAR fans need to ban Texas Motor Speedway. And I'm asking everybody not to come back to the next Texas race. No one. They going to fix this shit, and I want a formal apology from Texas Motor Speedway as to why Amen. you decided to disrespect the people that are paying the bills, you bunch of dumbasses. I love him. I love this guy. This guy's great. 
I love that race tracks decide to put a ban on coolers. You better think damn twice because if I find out about it, I'm going to light your motherfucking <laughs> ass up. You don't disrespect the fans. You hear me? You don't disrespect us. There you go. Don't disrespect us. Fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. I mean, this guy is he's he's right. I love is he loves racing so much, so much. He still went. Yeah, he still went. He bought the tickets. What was he going to do? He's not going to come back. You got to. I mean, that is literally part. It's like banning hot dogs at a baseball game. You have to have coolers. And think about, I mean, for the average guy buying a ticket, going to the the races, and he goes, well, I can bring this 12-pack or whatever. And then you go to the Speedway, and you buy it there, and it's fucking the cost of one beer is the fucking 12-pack he would have brought, you know? He fucks them. Yeah, he can do all kinds of shit. I I went went to... uh, with Nate Bargatze, I went to uh, Daytona 500. I went to the uh, Talladega. Oh, nice! I've been to the, the Indy 500. I've been to a couple of Formula One races. I was gonna go to. I want to go to the. I want to go to the Formula One race in Austin. Oh, and, that one, yeah. Oh my God! I mean, I, I, I drove to... on that track a couple of weeks ago, which was amazing. Yeah. And then you look at the at the uh, the stands, and you're like, "This has got to be wild to watch the race here." Well, if you really want, I, I I'm in. Well, F1 is finally good this year because. Uh-huh. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, the, the guy's fucking amazing. Ridiculous. And, uh, I tease him all the time on my podcast. He's always crying about something. Um, I didn't win. I'm not happy. <laughs> the interview the like guy. seven in a row. Yeah, a, the guy can't win enough, but that's why he's also great. But he also like, this is the first year like Mercedes is having problems with their car. Mm-hmm. So uh, Max Verstappen has been uh, doing well i mean i've, I've only been checking in because i i watch moto gp which is the uh the motorcycle racing because yeah you say you like that well because the, the passing is fucking insane in that like yeah. you can have on the final lap they had a couple ones uh like uh the last couple of years mark marquez and andres davizzi also had a couple of races where they passed each other like three times on the final lap it was it was, it was nuts yeah and just watching guys on motorcycles going like over 200 miles an hour knee is like a centimeter off the ground on those things it's crazy yeah yeah yeah, and they, uh, I don't know, they have like airbags and shit when they let go somehow. Like, I saw one race, this guy got, he won the race and he just went like, he was all excited and he set off his fucking airbag. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like he doesn't get like a yeah. big Michelin guy, but like, they're already like got stiff pumped. suits. Yeah. yeah, so then it becomes like difficult, I think, more difficult to ride the bike. Jesus. But uh, yeah, good times. Good I like times. this guy. This let him bring that coolest. You fucking cheap cunts. How much money do you have to make? Your yacht's not big enough? Uh, Let me find out who the fuck you are. (laughs) I'll fuck your mother in the ass. (laughs) Show some respect for race fans. That's why I love how much he was cursing. (laughs) Show some motherfucking respect. I will cunt punch your grandmother. Show some respect. (laughs) Appreciate us race fans. Um... All right, guys. Well, I don't know if there's any tickets I left. will diddle your goddamn dog in front of your children. <laughs> Respect me. Respect us, race fans, you motherfucker. I'll kill your dog and put it in your cooler. How about that? <laughs> if you disrespect me, I'll suck your dog's dick off, too. All right. Bill Burr. In front of the cat. <laughs> let you deal with the ramifications. You're back on tour. Um, I don't know if there's Without any Without a left. fucking cooler. <laughs> Billbird.com slash events. He's going to a bunch of major markets. I ain't going markets. to none of them events. There ain't, ain't no fucking cooler. I don't see no Texas dates. 
You you said fuck Texas from this cooler band There's too. There's too many comedians out there. I can't get a date. Seabill <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, live. Check out his podcasts. And uh, dude, thank you for making this trip over thank here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate I, you. Man. I appreciate you too. All and right. we, we are loving this new bill. Huh? <laughs> Such a creep. <laughs> Bye, Christina. Bye, Christina. Uh, 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 uh. Tom, if this doesn't get your scrum licked, nothing will. I swear we'll have some fun if you just eat my scrum. I swear we'll have some fun if you just eat my scrum tonight. It's gonna be so fun chowing down on my scrum. Tongue is inside my bum. The night has just begun for you Now baby, while we're young Get down there and give me some Baby girl, you're the one I'm gonna come all over you I swear we'll have some fun If you just eat my scrum I swear we'll have some fun If you just eat my scrum tonight some fun if you just eat my scrum i swear we'll have some fun if you just eat my scrum tonight.